There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes, you're listening to the Tim McKernan Show. It's the Pick 6 Podcast in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It's where guys pick games incorrectly and you should bet against us. But really, it's where producer Joe complains about the Ryan Kelly morning after. And this week, producer Joe booked Katie Nolan on the show. But for some reason, when she called in, we weren't able to connect her. And it seemed like Iggy took great pleasure in that. Producer Joe, this is the first time we've actually heard from you on that. You were texting me, but now we've heard. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I mean, you guys just tried to call me three times and it didn't work just to record this. So it is not, it is not beyond the, uh, the, the, the realm of possibility that the potential for a radio station to have things that don't work uh, took place. So here's the beautiful thing about it. Last week I got the email from this woman, hey, do you want to have Katie Nolan on? I, I, I believe I sent you and Pete, I forwarded it to you, just forwarded it. Like, hey, if you guys want her, here you go. And you texted me, you got Katie, you got Katie Nolan. And I said, uh, I haven't, I'll book it for you if you would like me to. So I did. And like, I kept you guys in the loop, told the lady, Hey, hey I'm going to be on vacation next week, but my assistant Pete's on this email. Uh, if you need to get in touch with anybody, here's his backup stuff. Like whatever. It's like a real simple, stupid thing, but it was available. But I kept you guys in the loop the whole way. They sent talking points, sent those to you. Here's the confirmation. Whatever. I don't know what happened. Do I care? Not particularly. Uh, but I, I, I set it up. There it is. It didn't work. And she wasn't on. But I do find great joy. I find great joy in the dried apricot saying, hey, if I was doing this, it would have gotten done. Like, that was the best part about all of it. Because if there's anything you know... Is old Kenny Strode is super reliable. He can get things done. <clears throat> Yet when I when I pointed out that he was the executive producer of the woman, and that did not work out, he's automatically got an explanation for why it failed. It had nothing to do with him. The con the, the concept of it was just absolutely asinine. But he took the job as the executive producer. He's like, well, I didn't know that you're the executive producer. That's it. It's a very very simple thing. He is unbelievable. I said this to Pete and G Unit a couple of weeks ago. Anytime he is proven wrong about something, it is get a life. Like, it, it has nothing to do with that he is wrong. When any time somebody proves him wrong, his initial reaction is get a life. It takes two seconds most of the time to Google something. But in his elevated age, technology can be confusing. I, under, I understand that he knows how to search for adult film stars because there's nothing creepier than a 60-plus-year-old man jerking off to a 22-year-old woman and finding great joy in it and traveling to Las Vegas to meet these women. There's nothing wrong with that perfectly normal behavior for someone's grandfather. I would love to have that person in my family. Um, but it is, it, his, his initial reaction to everything is always somebody else's fault, and life just doesn't work that way. Get a life. Duh. It wasn't my fault it failed. <laughs> you took the job. You left the goddamn show. Like, you left the show to go take the job. Now, you can say it's for money. Money, it lasted like Joe's still talking. Months. Yeah. But, oh my God. 
You know what would be, Joe, you know what would be great? And this could actually be a big moneymaker, Tim. We have these unreleased tapes of discussions before we start taping this pod. And we, we haven't released them because they're just so mean to Iggy. <laughs> I mean, and Joe just goes on and on. But, boy, we probably got a couple hours of, of saved up tape. What do you think, Joe? He is the worst. Like, seriously, <laughs> I'm even holding back because the most unethical shit that I know that he has done, I have never brought up just because I don't want Tim to get involved in it. He is an unethical cocksucker, like a terrible human. He can talk about all the great things that he does for charity, and that's fantastic. When you do bad things, it doesn't automatically get erased by the good things that you do. And he is an unethical dude. Well, now, I feel like that's a strong allegation, and honestly, while I'm amused by how banty you guys are regarding each other, I don't think anybody's a bad guy in either one of these things. I just think you, you producer Joe, will hold a grudge with the best of them. Iggy does as well, though he says he doesn't really do it, and I think that's the root of it, but I don't think there's necessarily a good guy or a bad guy here. That's my assessment of it. G-Unit, that's where I am. Having I know both these guys probably combined yeah. 30, 40 years. And, you know, in Joe's defense, he didn't call him a bad guy. He called him an unethical cocksucker. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's the that's the, that's the the counselor there. <laughs> I, I, and, and I stand by my my, uh, my description of just because I know the stuff that he's done. And Gangster you know, Pete like, is shaking his head. I mean, I just don't know how anyone could care this much. It's so weird to me. I don't like it. That's the thing. It's like once you get on my bad side, I I just I don't get over it. Like I don't like you, and I want nothing good. To I don't know if I can you. think of anybody. I and mean, you're probably going to be like, oh, how can you forget this? For I, I I feel like the only person I know of who you feel this strongly about is uh, is Iggy. I think. Uh, yeah, because nothing good has happened to our former general manager of the radio station that I know oh, of. Oh, we're going back since, to that from 2006. Since that, since the station got blown up and he no longer had it a job, I don't think anything good has happened to him. Really? Is that and right? If it, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there was one time you and I were together and we saw him. He was with an escort, and then uh, I wanted to kill him that night. Happened. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that stuff happens all the time. Uh, but no, I don't want anything good to happen to, to Iggy. Like, I don't. I don't wish bad upon him, but I definitely don't want good. So there's no him. circumstance in which you could see you guys healing this <laughs> deep wound. No, absolutely not. Never, yep. ever, ever. Yeah, there's no. that. No, 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 no. I think in the back of our minds, we hope that there will be a moment where you break bread. Hope in one hand, shit in the other. See what happens. Fills up faster. My that guy God. I want nothing good to happen. All right. Well, let's like let's uh, pick some games inaccurately play. then. Uh, let's, who won last week? G Unit. G Unit by going three, two, and one. Uh, Producer Joe went three and three, and uh, the weatherman is, is two and four. And I showed G Unit the weatherman's email, Producer Joe, before we got underway here. And whereas the weatherman has for the last year and a half not only sent his picks, but kind of sent a paragraph or so explaining the picks and giving his reasoning. This morning at 4.24 a.m., he sent over the email, and it's just picks. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a man who, who I think is resigned to what has been an absolute disaster. Let me do the math on what his record is for the year because I'm, I'm anxious to see if he can actually go completely flip-flop, whereas he was 65 and 35%, 65% against the spread last year. He is now about 40% on the nose against the spread this year. 
and it seems like it's going to continue to spiral. But G-Unit gets to pick the first five games here before the lock. Unit, the floor is yours. And let me start out by going with the Florida Gators in Columbia, minus seven. We're all fascinated by this spread. If you wouldn't have known that the spread is as weird as it is on Monday when it came out, and you know Kelly Bryant's playing, what would you have set the number at? Ten for me. Seventeen. I was going to say eleven and a half. I was going to say thirteen. Thirteen to fourteen. Ten for you, Joe. That's interesting. You're low. Not Missouri's good at home. That's 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 oh, where I would Missouri's go with played it. at home. But I mean, listen, I wouldn't bet this thing. If this were like another school, maybe. Oh, I don't know. But I, it just seems weird. And and they have beaten Florida the last couple of years. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a big part of it. Is that they beat th- Florida last year? Yeah, and I think that's why the Florida people are nervous. Is because we have beat, and them. they don't like, and they did bitch about the cold weather and like how terrible the atmosphere is. I and saw that. Quote. They expected to win those games that we beat them, yeah. but this year is a different story. I think we're going to get rolled. I mean, what's our motivation? That's the thing. I mean, what what, what are we playing yeah. for? Do these guys even like Barry? I mean, Uh-oh. I guess they would. Gangster Pete, do you want to respond to that? God, I mean, I mean I've, I've heard so I've much been painted shit as about this huge Barry supporter. I yeah. scored him uh, well, to I a mean, point. Yeah, oh, to a point. That's the thing. You were on that bandwagon. I, I, I was on back. that bandwagon until he proved that he didn't deserve my faith. I, I, I mean, isn't it fair? You you, you realized he was a scrub earlier than I did. Exactly. So, okay, well, I mean, that's good. congratulations. So you think he's a scrub? I mean, yeah, you can't lose to these teams at an SEC school. You just can't do it. You got to oh. beat those butt-ass teams. Well, I got what I wanted. I just wanted you to admit that you were a little late getting off the bandwagon. I mean, really Well, late. I wanted it to work out. You were out. the last guy on it. I wanted it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, I'm a loyal I'm a loyal person. Oh, I hear producer Joe jumping. It would have been best for the program if it would have worked out cuz then you don't have to start over I honestly, and then you can I, build I'm, something. I don't think it's a lock that he gets fired. I don't either. If he, well, if he loses to Arkansas, he better get fired. I agree yeah. with that. But I, if they lose to Florida and they lose to Tennessee and they beat Arkansas and they go to some bowl, and I think he keeps his job. I really do. I wonder what the Tennessee line is going to be. I mean, so much depends on what happens. Who's, does Tennessee play this weekend? Nurse? Uh, Nancy? They, they, they played Kentucky. They played Missouri. Have they played South Carolina yet? They beat South Carolina, didn't they? Vanderbilt? They, they, They've always played Vanderbilt at the end of the year. It's uh, the quote-unquote rivalry yeah. game in mm. Tennessee. They might be buying this week. I don't remember seeing them when I was looking at games. I wish there was a way we could. Find well, we're going to lose to Tennessee, no question. So we're going to Arkansas. I bet we lose that game. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't see Tennessee on this week's slate. How is Arkansas so bad? What, was it Western Kentucky that just beat the shipped him? And I think that was the weatherman's lock, yeah, by the was, way. That was the weatherman. Mm. He, he took Western Kentucky? Uh, no, he took Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. Iowa under was obviously his lock. But. <laughs> yes, that's correct. God, weatherman, what's happening? Are we going to have him as a special guest at the end of the year? <laughs> I, think, I, think if I, I think if I emailed the weatherman and said, hey, you don't need to send any pictures, he go, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast, so make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. 
Com. Uh, all right, uh, so G, you, you are, you're on Florida. Florida minus seven. Then tonight in the NFL, uh, Pittsburgh plus three at Cleveland. I love this game. Boy, do I love this game. Is that minus 120 with the plus three, Pete? Yes, sir. That's kind of bullshit. I think I think it used to be plus three and a half, so the, the line's moving moving my way, I suppose. But I, I just don't see Cleveland uh, doing it again. I was on them last week, uh, and that's the game I pushed. Is that right? Yeah, I pushed that. And they should have been minus two and a oh, half. Oh, you on Cleveland against Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Good call. Well done. A lot of people are on Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I, it should have been two and a half. I, I, I mean, I pushed yeah. on the thing. but That's I, what it went off at. Yeah, I, I just don't see them. Uh, I think it was a perfect spot for Cleveland against Buffalo. This, I kind of see that flip-flopped. Um, Pittsburgh, I, I like them coming to Cleveland and, and and pulling the upset here tonight. That's Thursday night, so get your bets in. Uh, noon on Sunday, Houston Texans plus three and a half at Baltimore. Like Houston to win it. What's the money line there, Pete? You got that? Yeah, I can give it to you. You got to stall for a little bit, like a good radio. Well, you know what I'll do? I won't even mess with the money line. I'm interested in what it is, but I Plus will... 180. Whoa. Wow. Wow. I was, Cats and dogs. I was just going to say Houston plus three and a half. But you know what? Just for the purposes of, of really pulling ahead in this contest, give me Houston plus 180 on the money line. How about that? How about that? How about that? And I think it's a good uh, a good spot for Houston. They're coming off their bye week, right? Uh, heading into Baltimore. And this will be a great game. What's the over-under in that game? 51. Ooh. That's a good line. I think it'll go over, but we'll just take Houston plus 180 with the money line. Uh, next game, Arizona plus 10.5 at the 49ers. Arizona just lost to the 49ers on Halloween by a field goal. Granted, that was in Arizona, but still, that, that game played out exactly how I expected it to play out. Pretty high scoring. And you you may recall, Pete, that uh, over in that game was my super double lock of the year. Um, and that, that covered pretty pretty nicely, but I like this to be another close game. We just saw the 49ers get uh, beat by Philadelphia or not Philadelphia by Seattle, uh, Seattle last last week and, and their defense isn't what uh, everyone thinks that it is. That's what I, I mean. They're good. They're good, but just kind of like the Patriots, just overhyped. You know, you, you have something really nice and then everyone talks about it, talks about it, talks about it and then you're just not that nice. So I like this to be an, another, you know, 30-27 game, probably 49ers win, but I like 10 and a half. How many picks is that? Four? Yes, sir. All right. And then uh, number five, Kansas City and uh, the Chargers in Mexico City. I'll take the over at 52. I think this is a great bet. They put on an aerial show for the Mexicans, and they're both going to be in the 30s. And I like the Chargers maybe to pull the upset here, but certainly – over 52. Kansas City's defense is really starting to show what they showed last year around this time where they just give up 30, 40 points a game. So Chargers will put it on. There it is. G-Units picks it. Time for producer Joe. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. You can, plenty of people can know but cares, and Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503, or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with 
Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year, that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. All right, we're going to start out in the Big 12. We're going to lay 14 with Kansas State over West Virginia. West Virginia is dreadful. It's a team that Missouri beat this year, and it might be that time that if Missouri has beaten you, you are not any good. And West Virginia was not any good when they played in Week 2. Next up, uh, the Rams are going to miss the playoffs, which is going to be absolutely glorious because they're not going to leapfrog San Francisco or Seattle in that division. And I think between the Packers and the Vikings, one of those two teams is going to win the division. The other one's going to get the wild card which means there's no more wild cards for the Rammies, and they're also not going to cover this week against the Bears. I'm going to take the six-and-a-half points with the Bears. Uh, that's the Sunday night game, too, I believe. Six points. I, I, uh, I, I really do like Florida at seven, but it's a game that I've crossed off of this because I'm going to lay 52-and-a-half points on Ohio State and feel really good about it, actually, because Rutgers is absolutely dreadful, worse than Maryland dreadful and last week maryland got drubbed and i do think ohio state just wants to thump everybody as badly as they can because of the chase young thing from last week too and they just don't care although they're getting him back after this week next up team coming off of a loss and playing against a miserable team in the west i will take alabama minus 17 and a half against mississippi state i like that play i like that play and final game, I'm taking Indiana. I think I have it at 14 and a half. Is that correct? At Penn State, Pete. I gotta check. I think everybody I likes believe- that Bama play. I think that's the problem. Well, it's probably the same problem with my my Florida play against Mizzou. Everyone thinks oh, Saban coming off a loss. They really want to prove that they can be in the final yeah, four. Yeah, but I think there's something to that. I mean, I don't think just because it's too. common thought means it's wrong. 14 and a half, Joe. Let's just say that half Thank point you. may mean something here in this game. So who are you taking in that? I'm taking Indiana plus 14 and a half uh, at Penn State. I don't know if Indiana's for real or not. They certainly have played well. I like their offense. I do too, and I think they're able to score. I don't think they win, but I think it's less than a touchdown. I think it's a really, really close game. And Penn State, I mean, they still got to play Ohio State too. That their their chances are disappearing pretty quickly after a really, really good start to the season. But I do like the Hoosiers in this one. They've only lost one game. I know, but they still got Indiana's only State. lost one game. No, 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 Penn State. No, 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 Penn State. Indiana's lost two. But Indiana lost to Michigan yeah. and who else? If you didn't know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't ask. This is like in the in the in the legal profession. You don't ask the question unless you already know the answer. Christopher Darden. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask the question of the witness unless you know what the answer is. Uh, all right, producer Joe's picks uh, are in. Here is the weatherman. Not even, we don't even have any reasoning this week. This is a man resigned, but God bless him, he still has. He didn't even mention a lock. I guess I'll just assume when he mentions Iowa, that's the lock. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. 
it just so happens because my interactions with James James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something, or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. He's like, hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just... It's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me. And I go, oh, it's James Carlton. Here, let me include him on the, on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope he does okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments so you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. So I'll skip Iowa and go to LSU minus 21 at Ole Miss. Yeah, that seems like a good play. Uh, Wake Forest Clemson over 60. Uh, I could see that as well. I think Dabo might be in the mode of just running the hell up out of things. And Wake Forest does put up points themselves, so maybe they get a couple. Uh, UCLA plus 21 or plus 21 and a half at Utah. I like that. Yeah. Wow, Weatherman, you're really bringing it on strong. You like what he's doing this week. Oh, Weatherman. And he is going with Florida minus seven at Missouri. He is going with Florida minus seven at Missouri. And then Texas plus seven. Wow, Texas is getting seven at Iowa State. That's a surprise. <clears throat> Texas so, plus seven at Iowa State. I wasn't paying attention. Did Joe take uh, Georgia? No, I'm staying away from that. Absolutely, totally. Maybe the under, but nothing more. Yeah. I had the under of that Georgia-Florida game a couple weeks ago, but I want nothing to do with this game. Weatherman touched that game? Was Georgia not Auburn. mentioned here. LSU's minus 21 and a half. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> well... I, he didn't say anything one way or the other. And at this point, I think the man's just devastated and probably looking for other employment to, to pay the man. So uh, we'll just stick with the LSU thing no matter what. LSU, Wake Forest, Clemson over, UCLA, Florida, and Texas. Uh, there are the five picks for the Weatherman G Unit. It's time for your locks of the week. Lock of the week is the over in the New England Patriots, Philadelphia Eagles game. Oh, how do you do? 44 and that, I believe, is what a three o'clock start on uh, Sunday, Pete. That that game is going to be in three twenty-five. Is going to be at least forty-four and a half, fifty-five points. You mark my words on that. In fact, if you can, some of these websites that you bet on, you can buy an an, in, an inverse line where where you get points going the opposite direction. This is one of those games. I think you do that. So you could get say fifty-five over at like what plus. 300 plus 400. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I Interesting. Mean, probably something like that. This is a game where that'd be a possibility. Who, who are the Patriots playing? Uh, at Philadelphia. At Philadelphia. Mm. I just think it's time that they both uh, they both kind of go off on the offensive end. New England's not, like I just said, with the 49ers. They're good, but they're not that good. Uh, Producer Joe. 
Uh, I'm going over 67 and a half with Oklahoma and Baylor. Baylor's going to lose this week too for their first time. And the weatherman is on Iowa, uh, except he's yeah. on except like he's on except he's on Minnesota plus three. It's just they're playing Iowa. Oh. It's always got to do with Iowa or oh. Iowa State or a Big Ten uh, under. But Minnesota's it is, plus three. Minnesota's plus three. I love that. You like Minnesota? Yeah, I've been riding Minnesota all year. Got a I big like offensive Iowa. line. Those travel. Big offensive lines travel. So is Minnesota, after Iowa, is their only tough game Ohio State? Is that Wisconsin. right? Wisconsin. Oh, so they got to. That's why yeah. no one's talking about them, with, with, even in the discussion in the national. Well, people are talking about the poll and like how it's kind of bullshit that they're undefeated and have a win against Penn State, and they're still behind teams with one loss in the Pac-12. But but again, if they win out, they're in. You know, I mean, it's so, so, so I... I get that ESPN has a show and they sell advertising, but these, there's really, there's nothing, it, it, none of this stuff really matters. <laughs> the only thing that we got out of it last year is like, oh shit, no matter what Central Florida does, they're not getting in. Um, but it, it, none of it matters. It's like Alabama's currently number four. Are they not? No, they're behind Georgia. Georgia's four. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. They're not a top four team. I certainly don't think so either. But so, but, it, but, it, but but if Alabama were to win out um, and Georgia loses... Uh, I think Alabama gets in over the Pac-12 champion. I know all hell will break loose if that happens. But if Baylor if wins out, if Baylor wins out and beats Oklahoma and wins the Big 12 championship, I think they get in. And if Minnesota wins out and beats Ohio State and beats Iowa and Wisconsin, I think they get in. So it's it kind of I don't I don't know. I don't really see getting worked up over it. What the point of it is? Because because I think the stuff does take care of itself. That's how I feel about it. That you if you feel that same way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I get it's a show, but it's like if, right. the, 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 all these games are still to be determined. What happens if Georgia loses in Auburn this weekend? Are they still playing in the SEC championship game? Yes. They'll yes. still end up winning the East because they've got the head-to-head over Florida. Yeah. As long as, yep, they got Texas A&M, I think, the following week, and then Georgia Tech to wrap things up. I could see Auburn yeah. winning their next two games. I could see them beating Roll Todd, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Auburn's kind of flying under the radar. I like, who, who Auburn, I like Auburn. They lost to LSU and... Uh, did they lose other. to Florida? They lost to Florida. How good are they? This will be pretty interesting this weekend. Because, I mean, they beat Oregon, we know. Well, Neutral Joe, field. Georgia lost three offensive linemen. I know you're a Georgia guy, sort of. Are those guys back? Auburn lost to LSU in Florida. Those are legit yeah, losses. Uh, are the offensive linemen back? I think two of the three are back are they? this weekend. I just was so, yeah. I was stunned by how poorly they moved the ball against Missouri. Why? You watched the Notre Dame game, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I mean, the South Carolina game, they couldn't move the ball. The Notre Dame game, they couldn't move the ball. Against Missouri, they couldn't move the ball. No, I understand, they're, but I mean, Notre Dame's a weird team. Like, I test crap. They've got quality wins over Notre Dame and Florida. That's why they're number four. Yeah. But they, in, in, in the Florida game, they at least moved the ball a little bit and looked somewhat decent. Uh, but it's a, I was surprised when they were number four. I'll be really, really honest with you. Who would you have put there? I would have put Alabama there. Their loss is still better than Georgia's loss, although they don't have wins like Georgia has wins. Right. You know, like, that, that's it. And so you're going to say, are good wins better than bad losses? And I guess it was proven that Georgia had two good wins, and they end up better than the one bad loss uh, or the, the one good loss but no good wins. So if Alabama. Georgia wins out and LSU wins everything, which they should, their remaining SEC schedules, nothing, and then loses to Georgia, Georgia and LSU are both in. Do we agree on that? I agree Absolutely. with that. Okay, that's very unlikely, I'd say. And then you would have a uh, a rematch three weeks later of the SEC championship game because one would be no, they wouldn't. They, they, well, maybe they would be two and three actually. No, probably not. Uh, yeah, Jordan I mean it's possible, but might, but the one loss team is again because I would imagine it'll either be Clemson or Ohio State. They'll both be undefeated unless they put a one loss 
they're not going to put a one-loss Georgia with South Carolina above, and they're not going to put LSU with a loss, I don't think. I hope I have. Over Ohio Ohio State. undefeated Ohio State. Ohio State then would have wins over Michigan, uh, Penn State, and Minnesota at that point, possibly, depending on who represents the Big Ten. West, I guess, the Big Ten West. Is that what it is? It used to be legends and leaders. No. I, I think LSU and Ohio State are the best two teams. I hope that they're on opposite ends of the bracket. One's one and one's two or three. Because I like to see that yeah. final. That yeah. would be a real final. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good uh, good play. All right, it's time for us to shut it down. The weatherman is uh, going to kill it this week. It's going to be unbelievable what's going to happen here this turnaround. Uh, thank you, Producer Joe. See ya. There, Bye, Joe. Thank Here's you, uh, G-Unit. Thank you to our sponsors. Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. .com, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, the sponsor of the phone lines where producer Joe appears. Also, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, online at carltoninsurance.net. And Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet, Highway 270, in the Washington Elizabeth Exit, online at landoff.com. And finally, Design Air Heating and Cooling, online at designairservice.com, the number one train dealer in the West. It's hard to stop a train. For Gangster Pete, for producer Joe, for G-Unit, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.